0: It's the Duval Hot
1: Takes Podcast,
2: starring Sean Daly. Noodles, meatballs, it's wonderful, but at the end, you gotta eat a salad. <laughs> Pat Smith. Me and Taylor are gonna go play ball the gate. Taylor and I. Alright, that's why we don't like you.
0: With Taylor Smith and Devin May.
1: Pat's wearing a turtleneck right now.
0: Oh
2: yeah, he's really cool, so he's got glasses.
1: He greeted my <laughs> dog with his legal name. <laughs> Here we go! What is up everybody? Good day to you and welcome to the Duval Hot Takes podcast, your favorite podcast for Jacksonville Jaguars football. My name is Taylor Smith. I'm your moderator for the show. I'm joined by your hosts, Sean Daly. Greetings. Pat Smith. Howdy do. And facts and stats man, Devin Mabe. We come in peace. Maybe you do. Ladies and gentlemen, the Jacksonville Jaguars are four and two. Against all odds, the Jaguars defeated the Indianapolis Colts 37-20 to here at home in Duval, securing the Colts curse for yet another year, and once again putting us on top of the AFC South. Now, I say against all odds, but I know at least one of us here on the podcast was not nearly as worried about this game as I was, as Sean was, and that person is Pat Smith. And last week's episode... Pat had to tip his hat to Sean for calling the acclamation advantage when we played the Bills. Well, now the tables are turned and we bow our heads to Pat, who told us there was no way the Colts get away with it. He said there are no threats on this team worth crying over. And from what we saw on Sunday, looks like he was right, wasn't he, Sean?
2: Yeah, he hit the nail right there on the head, securely on the head of that nail. Uh, The man was absolutely right. I knew that acclimation was real. That is what I knew. I knew it would be a real advantage for us in London, being there for two weeks. The bills were going to be flat. I knew acclimation was going to be on our side. I just assumed that there would be side effects to this new wonderful drug of acclimation. I thought there would for sure be side effects that we would not like on the back end of acclimation. Turns out that there are none. There are zero side effects. Uh, We are great. We are better versions of ourselves. After the trip to London, it brought us closer together. The time change, the messed up practice schedule did nothing because that that was the best the Jaguars have looked all year on both sides of the ball. I think it's pretty easy to say that was the best that the Jaguars have looked throughout the entirety of a football game the whole year. And I thought they were going to absolutely just shit the bed on Sunday and they didn't. And Pat never lost faith in the curse. And I have to accept the curse into my life. Now, the same way that acclamation was accepted last week, the curse of the Indianapolis Colts playing in Jacksonville, Florida is alive and well, and it is here. And I secede to Pat Smith and I give him the floor to gloat, to say whatever it is he wants to say, because he was right. And I was wrong. It happens a lot, and maybe my tune will change. Maybe I'll be more positive this week. Who knows? You'll have to listen to the rest of the podcast to find out, but don't get your hopes up. Pat, go ahead, man. Take the floor. Yeah. Hey, that's
0: nine straight, you corn-eating, sorry sons of bitches. You coming into Jacksonville, you know the results already. Don't bother coming anymore. It's okay. You know, watch it at home. It's just not worth watching if I was a, if I was a Colts fan just let it go. It's okay. Bet the mortgage on Jag's money line anytime the Colts are in town cuz it hits. It's hit for nine straight. It'll hit for nine more straight if 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 the quarterback situation continues for Indianapolis as it has been. Uh as Sean alluded to, the game was probably one of the more complete games for Jacksonville. I mean, you had turnovers on defense, you had methodical play calling on on the offensive side of the ball. Uh it was it was in the driver's seat, controlled, wire to wire, exactly how you wanted it to play out. Was the offense as electrifying as we probably anticipated it would be? Probably not. But plays were made when they needed to be. Defense came up big. A lot of the time. And, and then Gardner Minshew, as we've said time before and time again, uh, was electric in garbage time. You know, Monteric Brown was probably the most successful Colt on the field, and he was in a Jags jersey. So, I mean, other than, than you know, giving up everything that the Colts earned in the last uh, five minutes of the game, this was this was a very complete game for the Jaguars, and, and hopefully the – the injuries that took place on the field that won't last long and they're temporary. And uh, you know, we'll see what we can do on a short week. Praise be to Clavon Chason. Yeah, career high year. We are experiencing in front of us, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a round of applause, please, please bow your heads to sacks for the year.
2: I'm very upset about it. I, I mean, uh,
0: I'm not upset about it. Electrifying performance for Mr. Chase on, I don't know. He's, we're at 24 now, right? That's 20 that's, that's 12 a sack. Crystals. Yeah. 12, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, man. 24. Uh we might have to have a cardiologist on site for on this scene. On yeah. scene just in case. Mm-hmm. It kills mm-hmm. me because he's not making game breaking like holy crap look Clavon chase on is killing it no he's just no he's no falling, he's not he's falling into
0: these quite honestly quite honestly it could be literally anybody on this defense <laughs> yeah. for that snap it just so happens to be him yeah
2: and man
0: am i reaping the benefits i know (laughs) i know
2: it couldn't be yasir abdul out there doing
0: this it could it
2: could certainly be him
0: Uh, hell it could be even me i could trip into that sack clavon jason
2: is has set a career high he's doubled it he's doubled his career high. 100 percent over
0: baby we're up big
2: six games into the year yikes it's crazy yikes But there's somebody that might be taking some work away from Clavon that made Mm. his triumphant return on Sunday. And that is the one, the only, Dawon Smoot, my Mm -hmm. man, my guy. Mm -hmm. I'm just so happy to see him out there. And, I mean, he's one game removed from this whole Achilles rehab deal. And... If you want to look up more info on that, he has actually done a, a self-made documentary about the whole situation on uh, his YouTube channel. It's uh, Smoot TV. Uh, I'm big plugged in, and it just—it's really good. It's really well done. It shows you a big part of his life, and uh, especially his relationship with his wife. And it's just—it's absolutely wonderful. And everybody should give that a shout if you like Duane Smoot at all. Easy plug there. Hey, Duane Smoot, come on the show, man. All right, golly, love to have you. He's—he's he's back. And he's actually a force again. One game removed from the terrible Achilles injury that he faced in MetLife, New York, with that stupid ass turf that has taken out anybody. Ban Turf. That has and I he's back now. And he looks like he hadn't missed a step. Not a step. He, he was out there right and making pressures, tackles for loss on running backs, quarterback pressures. Dewan Smoot was back, and I love to see it. Uh honestly my favorite part of the game. And uh you know, Pat said it and I said it. It was the most complete game, both sides of the ball. There were some very questionable coaching decisions that were made, not even from a play calling standpoint on either side of the ball, but from a personnel standpoint on who to put in at certain teams. And that's probably my biggest gripe with the game. And, I, you know, I've, I don't want to be too negative. Jaguars won the game handedly. They look great. All right. All right. But you lost your best defensive player, in my opinion. I know Josh Allen has having had it a year. I think for the long-term success of this team, Tyson Campbell matters more to your defense than Josh Allen. And you had that guy as your gunner on punt team, you say, hey, you play three straight downs against their best receiver, uh, moving backwards, backpedaling, going side to side, trying to keep pace with the fastest people in the world. You do that for three downs. Awesome. On the fourth down, I want you to run as fast as you can down the field on special teams. I don't know why, where in what world that's a good idea. I don't know in what world that that's a, a good personnel choosing. I hate it. It should be Chris Claybrooks. I know he's not on the team. It should be literally anybody else. It should be Monteric Brown doing that. But now Monteric Brown is your starting cornerback if Tyson Campbell is forced to miss time with a hamstring injury. So just let's not do that again. And I'd be good with everything. A perfect game all the way around. Jaguars ran the ball. They passed the ball. They got my dude Brenton Strange involved. The Seals out there catching balls, showing athleticism, saying I'm more than a blocker. Everything was great, except your best defensive player was on punt team. I do not get it, and I don't get running play-action rollout, leaving your quarterback susceptible to getting hit with two minutes left, up 14 in field goal range. Those were the two plays that I need back. The meaningless Tyson Campbell special teams uh, play where he pulled up lame on his hamstring and Trevor taking unneeded hits, two minutes left in the game, up 14 in field goal range. Those are the two plays I want back. Everything else, perfect. Perfect storm.
0: Speaking of injuries... I think Dev's got the breakdown. All right. The Jaguars injury update is as follows. Trevor Lawrence is listed as day to day with what they are saying is a knee spring
1: and is quote, not a significant thing, but it is uncertain whether Lawrence can play on Thursday. Tyson Campbell,
0: the chances are he will not be playing on Thursday. Brandon Scherf is day to day and Zay Jones and Walker little are both day to day.
2: Yeah, well, there are less days when you play on Thursday there, Devin. Uh, (laughs) Day to day could be week to week when you play on Thursday. Okay, Uh, that's not good. I think we roll out the JV squad, get everybody nice and (laughs) nice and healed uh, heading into a conference game against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh Uh, matters a little more than. Playing the New Orleans Saints out of conference when it comes down to playoff seating and tiebreakers and so So, if there's a chance that Trevor is any less than 100%, I think you let CJ Bethard go out there and earn a check, and uh, we'll roll it out. Pittsburgh, full week of practice. Trevor, good to go, and and hopefully Tyson's back. Hopefully Devon Hamilton will be back. Like we'll just have an ushered, like group of Jaguars ready to rock and roll. Everybody's back in. Everybody's healthy, ready to go in Pittsburgh, and we don't rush anybody back on short, short, short notice. I just don't want to yeah. rush anybody back. And let's, and that, let's. That's where I'm at. And Trevor, I know he's a starting quarterback, but. That's where I'm at. What say you, Pat?
0: Well, I mean, let's keep in mind. Trevor also nearly snapped his leg, like a like a wishbone last year. Oh yeah, and was a toe injury. You know, so um, I I I think I don't think this is going to be much for him. I think this is just just another you know one of those things that just come with the position and and the unfortunate uh, lack of security from this offensive line. Uh, little bumps and bruises are going to hit. You get faced with short weeks like this. Um, is it worth playing him if he is not eighty, ninety percent? Because you know you'll never be one hundred percent in this league. Probably not. Not, not, not who I'm worried about. Uh, the New Orleans Saints. The, you needed to win this game against the Colts for not only divisional but conference placement um, in the in the playoffs. In the grand scheme of things, you did. You've won three in a row now against another big conference opponent in Buffalo, which. Terrible. Buffalo is, is spiraling out of the sky right now. Um, frauds? Frauds? Fra- All frauds? Right. Josh Allen? They? MVP? Fraud? Hey, hey, you're Atlanta Falcons. Hey, hey. Uh, hey, hey. Dark horse? <laughs> um, so, yeah. I, could could he probably bounce back and play? Yeah. Do you have a, a respectable backup in C.J. Bethard with a limited playbook? Uh, absolutely. Uh, I think you have... The weapons will still be there. The defense of which I think you'll continue to rely on heavily will only get better with the exception of Tyson Campbell. We did just sign a kid from Detroit.
2: If you could look that up for me, Dev. Yeah. Good luck Um, saying his last name. I I
0: don't think I would be able to pronounce his last name.
2: You got it, Devin. I believe.
0: Announciate.
2: I believe in Devin Taylor recording, right. right? We're recording right here. Devin, what is this football player's name? The Jacksonville Jaguars have signed cornerback Amani Oruwari. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's good. That was good. To the practice did squad it. and released Derek Parrish. Oh, Derek Parrish, that's tough.
2: Yeah, he's got the la- the right last name. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom.
0: So help is on the way at cornerback. We'll see what that what he actually benefits to the field.
2: A is coming into so town. We'll,
0: we'll see how how he does against <laughs> against the New Orleans Saints. Um, I mean, all, all things considered, I think before we leave off the Colts, it's a team that has won some lucky games this year. Um, I think the 2-0 sweep of the Indianapolis Colts will bode very well for the Jaguars in the long term. And and you know they'll have to figure out their woes along the road. You know, Colts should be in our rearview mirror and and not to be concerned with anymore. Um, and like you said, you you got a big matchup uh, in Pittsburgh next week, and uh, you have Titans also uh, coming up
2: on the schedule. If
0: you haven't been Titans circling. and
2: Texans, by the way, that's the stretch you need to be a hundred percent ready to rock and roll. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, those are those are big games. So the Saints game just. You know, if we roll out CJ Beathard and get our dicks shoved in the dirt, who? I mean, it, I'm not. I'm not hurting. I'm not hurting. Just gotta show up Pittsburgh.
0: Hey, that's what those fish bowls are for on Bourbon Street, guys. Okay, <laughs> take advantage of it. Yeah, listen, if you drink enough fish bowls. It don't matter who the hell you got at quarterback. You're, <laughs> you're not going to remember the game anyway, bud. So just, uh, you know, drink up those fishbowls. It's a good it's a good economic uh, Band-Aid. $10 and $5 refills. Uh, you can't go wrong. I don't know if those
2: prices are going to be the same there. But, well, you know, they, it's, been, yeah, it's inflated inflate, a lot. Since. Yeah, it
0: might be inflation. You don't know.
2: You got $7 refills now, buddy. Bourbon Street is not protected
0: against inflation. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> you wish. You wish it were. Uh, the, so my prediction for the game, honestly, if we roll out Trevor, no Zay Jones, roll out the same lineup, m- maybe Sands, uh, Brandon Sheriff, and sitting in no Walker Little yet. I just, you know, Cameron Jordan on the Saints side of the ball. Marcus Lattimore is an absolute stud. And I think Marcus Lattimore will give Calvin Ridley trouble. Those are two dudes that know each other very well from Calvin Ridley's days in the NFC South with the Falcons going up against Marshawn Lattimore twice a year. So you got to think that's going to be the matchup to watch. And you hope that Calvin Ridley gets the best of of Marshawn Lattimore. But Marshawn Lattimore has given great receivers fits for his entire career. Ask Mike Evans who Marshawn Lattimore is from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's an absolute stud at cornerback. They've got some good safeties. I believe Marcus May, for- former Florida Gator, is a uh, free safety there. He's great. Linebackers, another Florida Gator, uh, Alex Anzalone, I believe is still there. I'm kind of talking out of my ass. I don't have anything in front of me. But I know that those go- those guys are really good. Marcus Davenport, Cameron Jordan, they they got a really good front seven. I think he can give the Jaguars just enough fits. With a short week coming off an emotional win, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much into the short week the same way that I put too much into the acclimation side effects the week before. But I just, I don't like the vibes. Mm. The vibes still aren't good. I'm just, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a curmudgeon. Mm. All right. Well, I'm on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm sorry. I've I've gotten got too many damn times. The Chargers game last year. After the Cowboys game last year and then getting the dick shoved in the dirt by the Lions, almost losing to jo- the Josh Dobbs led Titans in the last game of the year last year before Arden Key coming up with that sack. I just, I, I I can't dive in. I'm not diving in drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm just not. Saints give give you an ugly loss and not like too ugly, but it's like. 19 to 17. It's like the San Francisco Cleveland Browns game from the week before. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be ugly. 19, 17, 20 to 16. Some kind of gross new Orleans St. Victory where Taysom Hill runs it in from three yards out and the quarterback power and the Jaguars don't even get a hand on him. That kind of game that's what i think
0: it's going to be ugly i i think it's going to be uh, very very ugly um i think that you i don't think you're wrong in giving this defense their their due credit because you know they've they've actually performed very well they i believe they've only allowed one rushing touchdown all year long okay uh just over 1000 yards in the air um so their their defense is pretty stout uh, not only on the secondary but on the defensive line on the flip side they can't move the ball to save their lives. So I think it's going to be a very ugly defensive game. I'm talking low, low scoring, smash the under. Uh, if if Trevor Lawrence plays, um, I, I just, for me in this matchup and what it's going to come down to, it's going to be whose offense can get more points on the board, which I mean, I understand, duh, but in the sense that you're gonna have two defenses pinned against each other, whether Tyson Campbell plays or not, you' um, you're, you're gonna be heavily matched up on the, on the defensive front.
2: So get to know Buster Brown Jaguar fans. <laughs> I I think
0: that uh, this game comes down to a field goal. I think it's it's really just gonna be I, I'll tell you what I really liked about the Jaguars. just just a dip into last week. On the first quarter, Colts went down, kicked a field goal. And the Jags took the ball in the next drive and milked it all the way down to nothing. One drive killed a whole quarter. Very commendable uh, for Press Taylor, Doug Marone. Doug uh, Marone.
2: Doug Marone. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Press Taylor, Doug Peterson, (laughs) whoever's calling the plays in Jacksonville, whoever's behind the green curtain pulling levers. It ain't that guy. Whoever it is, big credit to them milking the clock. I think you got to use that kind of mentality into this week. It's going to go very well for you. Um, Ultimately, I have it 13-10. I mean, this this is going to be a bad, bad game to watch. But again, no explosions, uh, stiff defenses, bend don't break. I think whether Trevor or CJ play, it's a win. I think it's a win. I think that our defense is better than their defense. I think um, their offense is is not as good as our offense. The I think the ball keeps going. There's something special that's going on right now. And I think you need to capture that energy. Okay. I think there's this there's a certain level of adversity that you now get to control your not only your destiny as a team, because you do, but you're gonna start defeating the the the, the old mantra, right? The mantra of old where change in the narrative. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Sean, my, my wordsmith, changing the narrative, right? You, you are no longer the Jaguars are going to wait until week 13, week 14 to make a move. No, you start now, right? You start winning games now. You start beating your divisional opponents now. So that when it comes to week 14, 15, 16, 17... It doesn't fucking matter if you win or lose cuz you've already secured it. You've controlled your you've done the hard work already. You can start resting guys later in the year. You can start playing to those advantages that the big guys usually do. The Chiefs, the uh the Eagles, the, the you know that that's what they do. The Niners, they the Niners, they rest mm. their big boys. You don't think they're resting McCaffrey in week 15, 16, 17? Absolutely they are. Because he's injury prone and he's he takes a big workload. That's what you need to start doing. Start winning these ballgames. This is a winnable ballgame. If we lose, it's not the end of the world. Like Sean said, the the, the road after this, this game gets pretty thick divisionally and and and, and playoff wise. Gotta be the Texans. So, got it. Yo, know, you have to. You got have to. to. Back against the wall. You have to. They're three so, and three. So hey, small point ballgame. Good guys get it done. I, I think the ball just keeps rolling. Uh, it's not clean. It, you won't rave. There won't be a top 10 play. You won't rave about this on ESPN, but it gets the job done.
2: I think whenever we're lining up against another team and we're thinking it's going to be a defensive, you know, showcase, I think the Jaguars are built for those games now. I think going so. going into the year. No shot. No, no shot. We were saying that going into the year. We're sitting here. We're like, we're hoping to score 35 points a game because we're going <laughs> to yeah. need
0: it. Yeah. And My how how the tables have turned. Yeah. By, by week seven.
2: It, this defense leads the league in turnovers. I, I repeat. I repeat. I don't know if anybody understood. Mm-hmm. So just in case you didn't understand me, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars defense through six games has created more turnovers than any other team. In the league. How? That is how well your defense is playing right now. And you're going to have some people that are saying, you played the Colts twice, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't care. Colts won three games, all right? And they lost two to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so they've won three games against other teams. Yep. All right, so don't talk shit about the Colts too bad now. I think, yeah, it gives me hope, Pat. It gives me hope, but I just don't think... We're a five and two team. Yet yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just don't. I can't believe it. I want. I want us to be five and two. This feels more like a four and three team, from from my perspective. I just, especially with people not being 100. You lost Tyson Campbell. Trayvon Walker still just falling into sacks the same way. Same way Clavon is. You know. I just mm, let's get let's get it going. Offensive line's not quite right. Yeah, we don't have it figured out. I just I think that we need one more slice of humble pie before we really get into the groove.
1: I don't know. I don't think that's a bad take, Sean. I don't think anybody's going to give you shit for that one. We've said on this show before that we need evidence. Mm-hmm. And we've got a lot of evidence of the Jaguars coming out flat in games exactly like this one. We're hot right now. But with Trevor Lawrence being less than 100%, with these other injuries, and on a short week... It might not happen. But on the other hand, you say you don't think we're a five and two team yet, but we also haven't been a four-and-two team in years. So maybe Pat's right. Maybe we're witnessing something special. Let's find out Thursday. Thank you listeners for tuning in to the Duval Hot Takes Podcast. I'm Taylor Smith, moderator, Sean Daly, host, Pat Smith, co-host, Devin May Packs and Stats. The Jaguars head to Louisiana Thursday night, under the lights, kickoff at 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Sean and Pat both agree, no matter what happens, whether it's C.J. Beathard out there or Trevor, if we gotta lose one, this can be the one. Let it be against an NFC opponent. It's okay that it's prime time. We'll prove ourselves in the coming weeks. A win would be great, awesome, fantastic, but not the end of the world if it doesn't happen. If it does happen be sure you're following us on X at Duval hot takes, where we'll be losing our minds about it. That's where the daily hot takes are. That's where the post game shit talking happens. And that's where you'll get updates from us between episodes. We'll see you here again next week for the post game recap. In the meantime, peace.